Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift. I hope you've had a lovely week. Uh, this week's guest is Tori Piskin. You guys have probably heard her on the podcast before. She's been on this a couple of times. The one episode with the two Johnnies and with Des. And she's been on the Patreon. She has her own podcast called Got It From My Mama. And in this episode, we just have a catch up. She talks about her dating life and how it really annoys her when parents give her uh, unsolicited advice. So we talk a bit about that. And then we also talk about bad dating advice that I just read on a Psychology Today article. If you want to see the video for this, as usual, it's on the Patreon. So Patreon forward slash shift podcast, which is pay what you like. And there's also solo episodes up there as well. And my current boyfriend is going to be on an episode that should be up tonight if we ever get it recorded um, or tomorrow morning. And Des is also going back on for a catch up episode as well. So me and him are doing that tomorrow at 2pm. So if you have any questions that you want for him or you want us to talk about, just let me know and DM me on Instagram. But not that episode will be up a week early on the Patreon as usual. So again, Patreon forward slash shift podcast. But other than that, enjoy this episode and I'll talk to you at the end. So you were saying before our internet fucked up is that you hurt your back during sex with a guy you met off hinge. Yes. Who is he? Uh, I met him off hinge. He is a writer, like a ghost. He like writes people's books for them. When people are like, I wrote a book. It's like a reality star. I'll be like, I wrote a book. It's like, really? You wrote a book? Like you flip tables. What do you mean you wrote a book? But then it's like, there's always the person that like actually wrote the book. So that's his job. He like, actually writes people's books um and I slept at his parents house in like this beach town in LA and I woke up and my back really hurt and then today I woke up and then my back went into spasm which is basically like it's in your back it feels like when you hit your toe and that feeling of like ow ow pain but it lasts for like two fucking days in your lower back it's so painful. And of course I like called my mom this morning and I was like, I hurt my back, but I wasn't going to like tell her about sex. And then my mom called me and she's like, I have a question. Did you hurt your back during sex? And she like whispered it. I was like, first off, why are you whispering it? Like, like it's like, I'm here. Like you could just tell me. And I was like, yes. And then she was like, well, was it good? Like almost like she was like jealous because maybe she hurt her back at one point in life, but it wasn't from sex. And I was like, yeah, I was like, but we didn't do anything like crazy. It wasn't like crazy moves, but also this, what is this like punishment? Because it was good sex. I have like a bad back. Like that's the most Jewish thing out of anything. That's so, Catholic as well. I think that's any religion. <laughs> it's like, yeah. how dare you enjoy something? We're going to make you feel pain for it exactly so um yes the sex was good but I love how my mom she's like well was it good like I feel like my mom thinks I was having some like insane acrobatic sex like 
arching my back, lifting my butt, like basically like a Pilates mat class. But I would say it was very normal sex. Out of, I've had like some crazy sex. Like, like it's like, sh- this is like the least like putting on a show sex I've actually had. So I'm not really sure where this back thing came from. Maybe the orgasm was so good. It like spasm my back to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and wait, was the orgasm that good? What did it feel like? Um, what did it feel like? I mean, it was just like very good. I don't know how to just, it was like, you know, the feeling when like after you have an orgasm and then there's like still like more left and you're like, oh, 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 It's like having those orgasms. It's like you finish pizza and then you find the crust and you're like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. In the back of your teeth. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I'll save that for, you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, this you keeps giving. Or when you eat a really nice meal and you burp after, like later on, but you taste the meal again, you're like, oh, this carbonara yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. That's like what it, it was just like, I don't know. It was just good sex. Um, and that's pretty much it. He's like, he's not Jewish, but he has like Jewish man tendencies. Like he seems like he's like neurotic, but I think that's just like a writer guy. He's like, ah, like, he's like shoulders are kind of high, you know, and he kind of like bounces when he walks. He's like bouncy, you know, bouncy, like bounces. As you said once about someone who I also hooked up with who had similar mannerism, you said it looks like he just fell out of a closet. He's very similar to that. He looks like he just fell out of a closet. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey now, hey now. He looks like he just woke up, had a crazy night out and like woke up in someone's house and then like jumped out of like, some mattress on the floor and we're like whoa, whoa, whoa where am I got and he's always like a little um he's like a little uh he actually he shouldn't wear flip-flops because I've seen him trip about seven times with the flip-flops on um and I'm like you're so lucky you're good with your words because physically I wouldn't say you're very good yeah. well side note I think in New York the before COVID the biggest hospital thing was people in flip-flops because they're like hurt their foot or they get run over by a car going back for their flip-flop they lost (laughs) that's great yeah this guy any guy that like has bad coordination should not be allowed to wear flip-flops it's like driving like you should have a test if you can wear flip-flops or not this guy should not wear flip-flops you shouldn't wear flip-flops walking around unless it's the beach there's a reason there for the beach you switch off your normal shoes that's some weird I always find though when men are very quick to be shown off their toes there's something weird I don't know toes I mean I, I wasn't toes to... freak me out he just seems like he you know what he you know what he looks like I got it like you know a marionette he looks like he's being like his body looks like it's being controlled by like a marionette or is that like a, you know like the... a puppet yeah he walks like he's a puppet like wait left, a little to the left now a little little, little more to the right you know so like... are you attracted to that that's kind of like and I know he's a pervert but who's the guy who did the movies Annie Hall he's that pedophile oh, Woody Allen? yeah are you attracted to those type of Woody Allen looking type of guys no he doesn't look like he he doesn't look like that his manner <laughs> I'm picturing no 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 he um no he's just like his mannerisms are very like Jewish boy like ah like I need a band-aid ASAP you know what I mean it's oh like, like Harry Met Sally that guy like yeah yeah I feel like in his wallet he always has like a bandaid and a condom. Like, you know, those are the two things he should carry around. It's just like <laughs> a little neurotic. So you like neurotic guys. That's cool. I think most people would be like, not really liking neurotic people. I wouldn't say he's like neurotic in his life. I would just say like his physical movements are neurotic. <laughs> oh, like a Tim Burton character. 
Yeah, like he, you know what it is? Okay, he, it always seems like he just bumped into like a sign on the street and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. God, I got to get my balance. Like, like Bernie. Would, yeah, like he, yeah, he, yeah. I would say that, but like trapped in like a 31-year-old body. So um, did, did you hurt your back though because you were on sleeping on the floor? Or was it nothing to do with the sex? Maybe it was both. I'm not sure. But it's weird because it's like when we have sex, I wouldn't say he's like, bouncing around it's like it, it's weird which is like nice was well, okay um, but the sex is good this is great and this was the third date when you had sex with uh yeah we had sex on the well no we had well okay well yeah we had sex on the third date and I just I don't want this part my mom to listen because <laughs> she gets mad when I have sex earlier on than the third date um she's like she always is like you shouldn't be sleeping around I was like why She's like, because then they won't like you. And I was like, actually, it's usually the opposite. Like I, it's like, once I have sex, I know they like me. It's like a stamp. It's like more like, well, do I like them? Yeah. That's so true. Um, So yeah, I think, yeah, it was a third date wink. And um, yeah, it was really good. I don't know what to say. Oh, uh, okay. I'm trying to think. Uh, What else can I tell you? It was a third date. So yeah, he's like, it was funny because, you know, I'm like very open about being dyslexic. And maybe I think because I'm dyslexic, I have like maybe not the best. Like, I've never been like, oh, I'm smart. Like, I don't know. It's just not something like in my vocabulary. So he'll be like, he'll tell me. He's like, no, I was like telling him, I was like, oh, did you notice I was dyslexic when we were texting? And he's like, no, I didn't notice at all. He was like, honestly, like, he's like, you're very smart. And I was mm. like, you know, it made me like really happy. But then at the same time, I was I was like, oh, yeah. And he was like, well, no, it's nice because, you know, all day I'm, I hang out with, you know, writers and intellect. So it's really nice to chat to you. I'm like, oh, OK, well, glad I'm not an intellect. I don't even know how to say the word intellect. It's an intellect. Intellectuals. Uh, I don't know. I'm by with words, too. A bunch of people messaged me from the last podcast being like, you weren't emancipated, Katie. You're emaciated. And I'm like, well, what do they sound the exact same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, um. Words are hard. Yeah. So we said that and that was sweet. Very sweet. Um, are you so how are you finding going those? Away a lot. What? He's like going away for like most of the summer. And how do you feel about that? Well, he's going to New York for like 15 days and he was like, come with like, come visit me while I'm in New York. And I was like, well, you're staying with a friend. And then he's like, yeah, he's just like basically going away like a lot this summer. Like I probably I would only probably see him like a few times. So you guys will keep it casual then anyway. And that that's probably good. So you don't rush into anything. Probably. I mean, we probably would. I mean, I'm seeing him like Thursday before he leaves. But yeah, I'm like debating, not debating, but yeah, because like it's like, well, the thing is like I should still be able to date. Oh, you should definitely date until but like, I don't even want it. Like, I don't know. It's like hard to find someone. And once you do, you're just like, oh, like, I don't want to get back out there. I know. I know. It's like I sometimes I'll look at himself and be like, oh, don't send me back out there. I don't want to go. Ahead. Yeah, don't send me. That's how I feel. I'm like, don't send me out there. Like, it's a war oh, but... out there. Yeah, it's a war. So, I mean, how do I feel about him leaving? I mean, it's like a lot of it's for work and stuff. So I'm not like. I'm not like I'm like bummed I'm like oh I wish we could like hang out more and get to know each other yeah I think if 
If I were you, because he's physically not here and you guys, you've only date, been dating, what, two weeks now? Yeah. Yeah. So I would just, it's, yeah, you, this is the perfect because you can still go slow. You're focusing on comedy. And then if you meet someone else, grand, like you haven't committed, but exactly. if, yeah, but if not, you also now you're, you'll have someone to talk to and FaceTime. So you also don't really have to be out there. You can have like phone sex with this guy and stuff. Like, you know, it, um, I was thinking about with Hannah and Des when they first met up, she had to go into that house for a while. So there was a couple, a couple of weeks where they were just FaceTiming and stuff. And sometimes that's nice because you're, you can't physically see each other. It's going to make you miss each other. Yeah. And I like really do enjoy talking to this guy. He's like really fun to talk to and stuff. Also, then you're going to get all these really long phone calls where you'll get to know him better. I think this is good. And then you're not, you're also not exclusive because too soon to be exclusive, really, unless, unless he's like, you have a, that conversation before he goes, but I don't think so. No, no, I don't think we're going to have that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, he's just like very sweet. And I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see where it goes. But yeah, it like sucks that he's leaving because it'd be like fun if he didn't leave. I know. That's how there's always. And he was like, come to New York. And then I was like, I was like, should I come to New York? I mean, yeah. I wanted to come to New York in August, but he's going mid-July. But then I was like, that kind of seems desperate. Also, I mean, flights are like very expensive. That's like, not so- desperate at all. He said, come to New York. What well, would be desperate if you just turned out ups- outside his fucking hotel or his friend's gaff? Like, hello, remember me? That oh, I'm just conveniently in New York visiting my family. But he's invited you. So don't, don't even, like, he's not going to think. If he thought that that was desperate, he wouldn't invite you. No, I know. You could, but you also can come and do shows. Like in your your family, you're based in New York. So no, no, I I want to. So I'm, but I think I'll come in August. I think it might make more because I was looking at flights and they're so expensive. How much? But also, like five hundred. Jesus, the same as going Round to trip. Ireland. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, I might as well just go home to Ireland at that. <laughs> but he just um, yeah, he's like really sweet and. But my mom did something that really pissed me off. I wonder if like the listeners have felt this way at all. I wonder if this is just like my mom or just any mom. So basically I have this problem where my mom seems to like defend every guy I've dated besides defending her own daughter. Like if I go on three dates with a guy, she'll be like, well, you know, I just don't think you know what you're looking for. Or like, why didn't you go out with this guy? He took you to a museum. Like, you know, I studied art history. I'm like, you're not fucking them. Like, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't want to fuck. And then him telling me about like fucking Mona Lisa while he's eating me out. Like I, maybe that's what you want. And she's like, you're disgusting. That's not what I wanted. I like talking about the MoMA. You're wrong. But she, so basically um, a few months ago, I met this guy in New York and you know, the guy that has a dog, Katie, you've, you've heard about this story, right? I know the dog. Yeah. Right. But you know, the dog and he was like, Honestly, it was someone that I connected with emotionally, like very quick. And I was like, whoa, this guy feels very different, like talking to him. But then we, we like the chemistry was like a little off, like on my end, like I just didn't feel it, but I was like, maybe, you know, it's a little awkward. And then if, then we, I went back to LA, we kept talking, I came back to New York and we like, again, like physically, I just and it wasn't like he wasn't good looking. It's not like that's the problem. It just, I felt like that there was a lack of like chemistry. I just, I, I didn't feel it. And then my mom told me yesterday, she's like, I ran into a dog boy 
I was like, oh, because the dogs recognized each other. And my mom had never seen him. So the dogs loved each other. So my dog and his dog like started freaking out on the street and ran up to each other. And so my mom was like, I'm not going to say anything. I was like, okay, but can I have a thought? I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to say anything, but this thing I want to say might slip out of my mouth. Okay. I was like, fine. Say it. She's like, he's very sweet. You can tell and cute. Good looking, tall, good body, blue eyes. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with you, but I'm not going to say anything. You're 30. And I'm like, she's like, I'm not going to say anything. She's like, you're 30. You need to figure it out. But I'm just saying maybe you don't know how to figure it out because clearly you don't. You're still single. But what do I know? I'm not going to say anything. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I said to her, and I'm trying to stay calm because I, and I, I don't know, like, this is what I want to know from the listeners. Like, do your parents... I don't think they take chemistry into play. And I think that's what pissed me off. Like my mom was like, he's so sweet. Yes, he has all those things. And I did feel all those things about him. I did think he was good looking and really smart and very funny to talk to and really sweet. But I don't think your parents like take into account that sometimes there's like a chemical aspect that either happens or they don't happen. And that's what my mom like wasn't getting at. And I, she's like, it's not all about sex all the time. And I was like, literally, that's not what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, like I can think like a guy who's not that cute is good looking, but like if you have chemistry, I don't know what I'm saying here. I'm just saying like, it really pissed me off that she's telling me I'm picking the wrong guys, which I don't think I'm picking the wrong guys. Okay. I have a couple of things to say about that because we did have a dating coach on and he said that chemistry runs out in a year and a half anyway. Um, but I think you need initial, you know, you want to like sex for me is really important. I want right. to listen to that episode. You And he, yeah. And I'm trying to, cause I really like that episode. And yeah, he was saying that like, okay, chemistry runs out, but I've had things with people where it's just chemistry. And then like, I knew they didn't have the other stuff I wanted, but like with the other guy or the guy in New York, I didn't even feel like any sort of, there was like nothing. You need, you, need, you definitely need that. Like that's the, that's the automatic. Like that's with the, the guy automatic... dating now there, there was, there was chemistry. And I couldn't explain it. I was like, this isn't, this guy isn't my type at all. But there was, my body was feeling it. And there was something drawing Mm -hmm. me to him, even though my brain was like, this is like a geeky, nice guy. I don't even know what Sattler is, the Catan is, but it sounds geeky as fuck. And, you know, I'm used to dating those like kind of, you know, I've dated those MMA guys a bit bigger, or even the DJ had like that kind of like narcissist. I'm great, which is bad that I'm attracted to that. But like whereas my guy is just like kind of goofy and silly and geeky and just not you know um but but there was chemistry exactly and I'm I'm saying like the guy now I wouldn't be like I mean I hope he never listens but I'm like he's cute like he's like he's cute and you always said that and the thing with your mom isn't giving you enough credit for is that like I know you gave him those couple of dates you did exactly what the dating coach said you gave him like at least five dates right it was yeah you slept with him I slept with him and then the and then I just like the thought of like going to this thing with him where we had to sleep together overnight not that it was going to be sex but I just was like I don't like it felt like a chore yeah that's not what you want it shouldn't feel like that I do I do I'm starting to believe now the older I get that I do think we should go slow and give people a couple of chances like because two dating coaches have said that and I actually think yeah like I do think that they're 
taking our time and getting to know someone, you can really kind of grow a bit of a, a, a liking towards them. But I think initial attraction is like it's chemical. It's straight away. And the fact that you, if you were feeling, if you were feeling like dreading hanging out with them two months in, you're not going to feel happy hanging out with them 20 years in. Like you gave this guy a lot. And, um, but then I start to question, like, did I like, did I let a good one go? But I just, I feel like after like five or six times hanging out, like, you should want to see them or like kiss them. But like, I mean, okay, you're dating the dating coach. I'm trying to remember what he said. Did he say like the kissing stuff or like that chemistry stuff? It's, it's not there right away. Like how many times should you give it to see if it is there? Because both of those dating coaches said uh, three to four dates, but they you weren't even there was like a chemistry thing. Yeah. And they weren't even talking about chemistry. They were talking more about whether or not you vibe. So like with my guy, the first couple of dates, he was like really nice and stuff when we had good crack, but it definitely took him a little longer to open up because he's kind of, and then like the more I dated him. So I'm glad I gave him the couple of dates. And also I had a preconceived notion of what I like as well and what my type is. So, um, but I, the chemistry was never really, I did questioning why I was attracted to him because he's not my usual type, but, uh, that he bought a couple of new t-shirts and <laughs> changed the game. Yeah. yeah. I think but, like, yeah, but that was interesting though, when you had the dating coach on about saying sometimes it's only like chem, like physical stuff, chemistry will only last like about up to two years. Yeah. And I think it comes and goes and I think I'm sure you have to work on it and I'm sure then you can have like, I'm sure that doesn't mean that relationships run it, run their course every two years, but he just means don't base it on just sexual chemistry because there's all this other stuff too. Um, also, I think we're our parents' generation, they didn't have as much choice. So it's good and bad. Whereas we're growing up in a world where we have so much choice, we're looking for perfection and that's not possible. So you do have to be kind of like, well, if I have 90% of this, if I have 80% of the sexual attraction and they're 80% of the personality and all, like, I just think nothing's ever going to be perfect. So I think us as a generation have to remember that. But I think the previous generation, they would just marry like the best option in the town, you know? So like, they're just like, it wasn't based on this love fantasy it was more like, a, okay, he has a good job. I've got crack with him. He can support me. He can be like a best friend or a partner. So that's probably why she gets frustrated because she might have seen this guy and been like, well, he seems very right. lovely. Like she's looking at it as more like a business thing. And you're like, well, actually, I am still young in, and I'm focusing on my career. I don't really want to settle. Like it'd be different if you were like 40, if you were 30, yeah. 39 and you were like, I want to have a baby. And but even then I wouldn't be saying settle for someone you're not oh I think you know but I mean if you had other priorities in mind maybe maybe it'd be different then you know and like even what like when my mom there's two things I want to tell you like one with this I talked to my friend who she's engaged now and she met with this guy and she like did not like find him attractive and then she was like but we had like he made me laugh so much and I really didn't think he was, I didn't, wasn't attracted to him. And the first kid was kind of awkward. But then when we had sex, it was like so amazing. Yeah. And I was like, see, like, I'm like willing to have that. It's just like, I couldn't even, like, I just didn't want, like, I couldn't even like do that with him. I, I don't know. I don't think he's going to listen, but I just like, he was so nice. It was just, maybe it was me, but then my mom also says stuff like, you just don't like guys that are nice to you. And I'm like, that's literally not true at all. 
But I mean, like me and you probably have been, we have had a similar, we've been attracted to maybe not great guys. Okay. And we right. have like, we've had like a, a few rough like relationships that we've both, uh, ex- you know, so we probably do tend to lean towards maybe more toxic, passionate all sex we love sex very sexual people um but that's what was so great about this guy is he was nice and you gave him a chance so you're really I don't think he's the guy for you but I think he's the guy that is gonna for the next guy how do I say say this he showed you what you want personality wise but you still need that it's the same when I dated blurry I dated blurry for five months you know three months in real life oh you remember him um I just come blurry for the podcast but he uh I wasn't attracted to him and I had sex with him and there was no and then I got to the point where and this would have happened with you Tori where I was dreading and I was like oh I'm gonna have to put his penis in my mouth and it's like he's not a bad person he's not ugly I just the the chemistry wasn't there and the chemistry needs to be there for the first two years so that you can go the next fucking 10 years (laughs) fantasizing about that fun sex you're having yeah right exactly and I just like well, if I hadn't got that experience, I wouldn't be with my boyfriend now because those were great characteristics that I was like, okay, I want those in a partner. They were, it was like the stepping stone out of toxic yeah. men. I went back a little bit. But. And like this guy now, he's not like an asshole. Like, not that like I'm like going to marry him, but like he seems very nice and like there's no like games. Like it's not like yeah. there's really like nothing like I just like enjoy hanging out with him like I'm attracted to him and like we just have like fun together and we have like very serious conversations but not serious in a way where it's like whoa like why are you like harming me he'll just be like oh do you want kids but like it's just very natural and I'm like oh yeah like I do but like you know I want to focus on my career but kind of scares me because I am kind of close to the age where like I kind of start thinking about he's like no me too like it just feels like very like mature it's not like I wouldn't say this guy is like a fuck boy and that's why I like him. Like no guy that looks like he just fell out of a top shelf at Toys R Us is like a fuck boy. Okay. Oh, no, the guy who, who, who originally fell out of the closet looking like he was wearing but all his clothes. A, <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't a fuck boy. He was just like, I guess he was always, he was always honest about what he, what he wanted as well. So he wasn't a fuck boy. You're right. I think a fuck boy is a guy who, will be like oh I think you're amazing I've never met a girl like you I want a relationship one day and then never commits to you like that I think a guy I think the other guy was just a bit slutty which is fine yeah he um, never was like he never misleaded you but um, I just want to say the list quickly and then we'll wrap up with this guy (laughs) okay so me and Katie have like very different tastes in guys which is fine because I actually think all of my friends we have different tastes um which is actually good because it makes you realize that like everyone has their own thing, you know, it's yeah. like decorating a room, like picking a guy is like decorating your room. Like every room is de- very different. You could like, it also means it. if someone doesn't fancy us, it's not, it doesn't mean we're ugly. We're just not their type. Exactly. So I'll never forget it. So I showed Katie the picture of this guy. And this guy knew. Of, yes, I showed you the picture oh, yeah. of him. And you, instead of being like, I don't think he's cute. You just go, well, do you have another photo? There's <laughs> another felt- photo of like him half working out or something, and he was like sweating and he had a squishy up face. I was like, what is this? It's like she wanted to send me the f- worst photo to be like, be like, like to set it off good or something. So then I yeah, look at the next photo and I go, well, compared to that, he's gorgeous. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, it was really funny. But you and me have also done that too. We were like, do you think this guy's cute? And I'm like, Katie, no, I don't think this guy's cute. But like, I guess for you, like, I wish I could, you know, people are like drunk goggles. I wish you could put on goggles that like you could see how your friends find that person attractive. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Like, I wish I could put on Katie goggles and I could be like, oh my God, I love him. And then I take the goggles off and then I put my other friend's glasses on and, and it's like, oh my God, that guy's so fucking hot. Like everyone is just so different like the guys you've dated and compared to like I it would be my nightmare to have sex with any of the guys you've dated and vice versa like the skateboarder ones like the skateboard guy I wish I could see from your lens I was like devastated when we broke up for like two three three years and you you just see him as like a floating blonde head with like rings and a skateboard like I saw him as the love of my life he was technically good looking, but his personality made him the most unattractive person I've ever met. A, he would interrupt you when you were speaking and finish your stories. And he doesn't know how to edit his stories. So they just went on really, really long. So he should just let you finish the story. We would have been done with it and on to a new topic. And he was all like, positivity, dude, I'm 34 and I don't have a job or whatever. I know he had a job, but that was his vibe. It's just very like, um, like yeah, peace out. Yeah. what is he like a 1970s surfer? And then he's and then he like out of the movie clueless if anyone's yeah. seen that the skateboarder yeah well the universe comes together man i was like what is going on i bumped i bumped into him once in the street and i thought this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me i'm <laughs> i can't believe this why oh, did i, I date this him and i'm like this is the best thing that's, he was the best thing that's ever happened to me and katie's no. like i fucking ran into him he's the worst fucking man of my life oh my god the first day of my life i'm so happy you didn't marry that man i'm glad that he's not in my life no he also like now looking back, I was like, I would not be happy. He would have been happy working in a wood shop. He literally told me he was like, I. He's like, you know, one day I want to open my own wood shop. And I mean, I the like, guy never oh. even did carpentry. Like that's a level of delusion, obnoxiousness. That's what I hate. Where people go, you know, I and like fire enough. If he were like, Do you know what, Tori, I actually have been thinking like one day when I'm older, I'd love to open a wood shop or whatever it's called. So I'm gonna start taking um woodwork lessons and some car. But this guy's just like. I can open a wood shop. Never picked up a saw in my life, but I can do it. And I hate that. I hate people. Are, like, I mean, it's totally fine to be confident in yourself. But he was just like, he just came off like he thought he was just like the bee's knees. And that's just so unattractive. I just, I yeah. need to humble a bit. Um, Yeah, no, you're so much better than him. Thank God. Oof. Oof. Should no. I have the guy come to one of your, the one who's going to be in New York now? Should I have him come to one of your shows? Yeah, definitely. But actually, he knows Karen Feehan. Oh, I love her. I have to, I have to ask her. <gasps> do get all the goss. I love Karen. She's uh she's gonna come on next week and do a OnlyFans episode. Does she have an OnlyFans? Yeah, she made like a ton of money off it. I think she stopped it, but she has like a good story about it. But like, Jesus. Oh god it really takes all your strength not to do only fans anybody who judges anybody for doing only fans i'm like are you making 60 grand in three months like that's how much you made in three months no yeah yeah she had to stop because it was something to do with something or i don't know but she'll come on and talk about it and whatever she's comfortable talking about but i asked her would she Uh, i keep checking my emails to see if i got that email for that audition it keeps beeping and then it's not feel like i'm being negged by my phone because now i'm getting extra emails about like shopping this store i've never even been to that store i'm being negged okay. <laughs> that happens when you're waiting for a guy's text and then some like friend texts you haven't it's like i haven't spoken to you in five years it's like well i don't want to speak to you ever i'm waiting for a fucking person i 
one yeah example. and you're waiting for a text from a guy called john and her name is joanna or something you're like oh yeah. it's god having the laugh like he's having he, he loves having a he's having the crack he loves uh, messing about but um with this guy or with your mom anyway i think parents as well they're just very also they settled down younger they had their kids younger <laughs> my dad's like that as well like he'd be like very much like you know look at their job like more practical you know but I do look at that stuff now I would say like now I look at that stuff more than I did back in the day and I'm like willing to be like I don't need like an, a hot guy I mean like I just need someone like I'm attracted to I think he's hot and he's like we were fun to talk to and I want like and like there's chemistry good sex it was funny so wait but with the dog guy, when I was like, didn't know if I should end in New York. And I'm like really close to my dad. And I, I think I explained to my mom that there was no like chemistry. And I, then my mom told my dad and my dad goes, I think you should end it. He goes, he goes, when you kissed, did you not feel anything? I was like, I didn't feel anything. He's like, well, we know Tori's sex is really important for you. And I mean, that sounds really creepy. It's like, why does my dad know that sex is really important for me? It's because I used to have a child masturbation problem. So my dad, just like any father, it's like, he's like, Tori, I know that eating good food is good for like, you like that, you know, ever since you you were young, you loved broccoli. That's like the tone he was saying it, like just a concerned father. Like, I know what's good for you. You you love good sex, Tori. I mean, I think that's great. And I think parents should be able to have an open conversation about that stuff anyway. So it's great that your dad's comfortable. It's not creepy. Secondly, you are still young. You have like, I just wouldn't settle and I would keep enjoying myself and having fun. Um, You know, like, I mean, if you do want to have kids, like for myself, I've thought, okay, if I want to have kids, I'll worry about that when I'm 35. Because most of our friends, like my friend just had a baby at 37. So it's kind of fine. Whereas yeah. they were worrying about that at 25. We're fine. Right. There's no point being with someone and not being happy. Uh, so I think you yeah. made the right decision. I was going to say, oh yeah, like with my guy now, um, I see him as a good partner long-term. And that's something I've wanted. So you when you look at it that way then it's like oh those things are more important like he's kind he's sweet he's he's a good communicator um and he's boxing now as well so maybe he will turn out to be ripped (laughs) (laughs) but i but i mean like those are things as well but still if there wasn't chemistry like sex is so important to me and we like have sex all the time and we do all this stuff and like he's very open with like Oh, you know, he was like, if you, I don't mind ever like, you know, I've used strap on with my ex and I don't mind using that. I know. Right. He was like, if you need a bigger dick. And I was like, wow, this guy has no ego. Like what fucking guy would ever do that? And he was like, yeah, I was just like fun with my ex, but like, just if you ever want that. And I was like, that is why, cause I love a big willy and (laughs) not, not too big, but a little like a little bigger is like fun you know but you don't want it all the time not too big not scary not like oh Jesus that's not gonna fit anywhere but it's nice that that's like oh we can mix it up and have that as an option now the other side of it is he also likes Iris play and I'm absolutely fucking terrified of doing that to him rubbing outside but I'm just not confident in that because I've never done that so that's the other thing oh as the months go on that's something I will of course you know, I want to pleasure him and I want to do stuff like he hasn't said that it's a necessity, but like I will. But I mean, anyway, my point is if there right was, girl, a- I know how to, I know how to give a man ass play. 
Oh yeah, because you did that. I oh, know he hasn't asked for licking. I'm not licking. I'm sorry, listeners. If you're no, into... I only licked once. That okay, and if you're into licking, great. But I can't. I can't do it. You just yeah. This is what you do. Have you ever taken a tap dancing class? Have you ever seen tap dancing? Yeah, I've seen it. I'm not taking it. I'm non-coordinated. Okay, touching a man's ass is like first level tap dance. You just gotta go ba 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 ba. Wait, you just kind of. In it or on around it? Not like connect the dots around. Is that in it? Not like I put the finger in. No, not deep in. Just like like touching it. Like almost like like almost like you're looking through a peephole and you're like, who lose anyone? So just there? rub around it. I can do that. Yeah, just rub around it. But make sure he's a clean ass first. Don't go, don't he go in that area. Ass. He cleans his ass very well. But I tried to do it. I said this on the Patreon on the solo podcast. I did try to do it when we were in the shower because I was like, <laughs> I was oh, like, well, that could wash away any dirt and my tears because I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but um, I, he's, because he used to be kind of overweight and he's lost a lot of weight and he looks like thinner and there is like extras, like little bits of skin and stuff, which actually I really like because it makes him like very comfortable. He's like a teddy bear. But mm-hmm. um, his arse is misleadingly big so it does look uh-huh. big and when I went to put my hand in to look for the arsehole I nearly lost all my fingers oh, because, oh, <laughs> ew, ew, because ew, it's ew. so his cheeks are so I was like when did you your arse doesn't look big how is it but I guess because his ties are so thick but anyway I couldn't I couldn't find the arsehole I couldn't and then I and then I started rubbing something and I was having such a great time and I was Tori I was so proud of myself I was like look at you you're because someone else said to me just rub on the outside and I was like look at you you've come from Ireland you're six years here you're finally rubbing arseholes so proud Des talked about this two years on the podcast and you were like I could never do that and then he goes what are you doing Katie and I was like I'm rubbing your arsehole and he was like no you're not I was like what am I rubbing he was like my tailbone and I was like okay well I tried and I'm done now trying for a while yeah. um and he's like I don't need it but I know he like he talks about on stage that that's something he likes so <sighs> um yeah so I laughed at some stage but anyway my point is if there wasn't that chemistry I wouldn't be dating him so you need that yeah. and that's fun and it's like we're able to and like but like it's not for both maybe this episode should be called you don't need the looks but you need the chemistry yeah I think so yeah maybe not though because people be like are you saying your boyfriend's ugly I'm not at all (laughs) he's just not what I usually he just wasn't my usual type but it's funny because the more I dated him and the more I got to know him the more I was like this should be my type because even people like who are into that type of guy are like oh he's so attractive but I guess I've always liked a different type of a type of you know um so but yeah, I think chem- some sort of chemistry has to be there or someone who's willing to work on it. Like that was the problem with Blurry is he was like, he needed to take a tablet A to keep his penis hard and he just wouldn't do that. And then he wanted me to do all these gymnastics to keep his penis hard. And he wanted to do like all these things that, yeah, so he was like, can you, like he'd lose his hair on and then he'd be like, can you blow me? But it'd be like the taste of a condom then. And then he'd be like, oh, it's not working. Can you, t- can I titty wank you? And I've no tits. And I was like, it was just all this, lo- like Julie J was on the podcast and she was like, what do you think you were in? Or maybe it was Emma, but she's like, what do you think you were in Cirque du Soleil? Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's like, dun, 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 dun. oh my God. If there's a little bit of chemistry, you can work with it. And then once the person's willing to work, when like my boyfriend said about the strap on thing, it just really turned me on 
with him yeah. because I was like, oh, this guy has no ego. He knows what he's working with. Like it's still average size, but he was like, I don't mind throwing on a bigger one if you ever want that. And I'm like, right. And he's like, he does like all these things he like explores and it's like, can we try this if you're comfortable? So we've done erotic massages, oh, which is, oh my God, that's my favorite porn. Oh my God. That's what he said. It's his favorite porn. And I'm like, hold on. I've been begging exes to give me massages. And this guy wants to give me a massage because it gets him off. I'm like fucking jackpot. And he got like yeah, vanilla yeah. oil and he takes time. Oh. Oh my god stop I'm getting horny with my bad back see I'm so glad that I went off off and here's the thing too sometimes yeah. I think we have a type and we're like this is my type and I think it might be self-punishment because why was I choosing toxic guys like how how I want how could I have all of these guys who are like narcissistic or toxic or the one nice guy I pick I'm not attracted to so I think it's why you have to be like what's my value what's my worth um but I was listening to something too like a video from a dating coach and he was saying that most people end up being with someone that's not their type that what they think their type is like the person they end up marrying is like usually 80 percent people are like I didn't think that person was my type I mean they wanted all maybe like physically how they didn't they didn't see the person that we would end up with like that but they had all the things they wanted and I think that's kind of true okay well my stepmom said that she was like your type is what you want but not what you need and I was like oh and he's just like so great I talk about him a lot on the solo podcast and he's gonna come on but I'm just really really happy that and it's also when the dating coach was saying about that like intense so I was really worried with him because I didn't have that intense like where other guys have had an intense attraction kind of like nearly like crazy lovey feelings and now realizing that that's not love it's just like kind of like a toxic it's not even passion whereas this like so slow building up and this like growing of warmth feelings and feeling secure and trusting and being able to talk about issues. I've never really had such a healthy, it's just so easy. It's so great. Aww. Wait, how long have you guys been dating for now? Two months. Three months? Two. But we were talking for a few weeks before, but I was seeing other people when we were talking. Um, I was seeing like three different guys. All right. I'm going to start seeing three different guys. Yeah, I'm that the soon the first time I ever multiple dated was when I actually finally because you're also like less needy and you're kind of talking to lots of people. Well, the guy now is like a surfer dude, but if he got hit in the head, it was like, whoa, cowabunga, baby. <laughs> I love books. He's like the surfer guy that like always gets picked on by the other surfer guys, but he still like is a surfer guy at heart. But he's also like very like artsy, but in a yeah. like a cool one. I think with this no. guy, you should definitely still casual date, have loads of fun, have the crack with other people. You don't oh. need to tell anybody. And then if it works out with this guy when he comes back, great. And you'll have and then you'll be delighted you had a bit of fun and you don't need to have sex with anybody else. Just kiss them, get taken out on dates. That's what I did. And it was only for a few weeks. And then I was talking to himself the whole time. And it was funny because we were just talking, but our conversations were way more intimate than anyone I was actually kissing and going on dates with. And then once right. we kissed, I was like... He definitely won't be happy if I keep going on dates with other people. So I just stopped. And he stopped as well. Not that he was he was really funny. He goes to me. This is so I'll 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 uh I wanna ask you questions about something in a second, but he goes, he had said to me one stage, I didn't know I could get a girl like you. And I was like <laughs> I was like, uh so and he, I said, why? And he was like, I was just matching with people I don't find attractive on hinge. And I really thought it must be like really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not at all and I was like yeah a lot of people just have bad algorithms or whatever and he was like and then they just weren't I went on these dates and they weren't all so interesting they weren't fun and then fast forward to last night he said something like oh 
I said, do you only, because he was talking about how he loves me or something. I was like, is it only because like, I fill a box boxes for you. Like you think I'm pretty and you think I'm funny. Um, and how do you know that you actually love me or you just feel like you should because I'm like better than, you know, what you thought you could have before. And he was like, there's plenty of hot, funny women out there, Katie. I like you for you. And I was like, can you get, have you been able to get those? They're hot, funny women. And he was like, well, no. But- <laughs> <laughs> like basically you went into my uh, trap. I was like this is exactly what I'm worried about but you know it's fine um I want to ask you uh these questions so I thought this made me think about you because remember when I said I yeah I really care like I really care about him and I think I'm falling for him even though I don't really know what love is anymore I also that's the other thing as well that I loved about the dating coach saying that if you've come from a kind of toxic childhood it can be really hard to also separate what you think love is so that's important for the listeners to know as well like you might be like well this doesn't feel like love but yeah if your dad was like you're a cunt every day you're not going to really know what a healthy loving relationship is so right give yourself time to figure that out that's really important that was something I had to learn uh, and I'm still trying to figure out uh but so you said to me oh remember you text me and you were like oh so it's true you know when you know and I was like I didn't know I was very confused at the start so I decided to look up these like advice that people give you because people have said to me and I have a joke about it on stage now I say that like my friends will always be like Katie you'll know when you know but I've like felt that I've known like 42 different times because I always feel like I'm like oh my god I think this guy's the one and then a month later I'm like I hate this guy this guy's horrible he's so mean to me what the fuck so I lo- psychology today said five pieces of bad advice exposed so it says when you meet the right person you'll know right away have you felt like you've known right away and then they've turned out to be the wrong person mm. I have I had eye contact with a guy at a bar remember my Irish ex the alcoholic and I yeah. was like he's the one and it was like so intense and we told each other we loved each other like within a week crazy stuff and we were just like obsessed with each other and it was really just really unhealthy and really toxic. It was not. Right. But I thought he was the one from like the moment I saw him. I've never thought like this person's the one. It's more just like, oh, my God, that person's so fucking hot. <laughs> I think we need to replace that thing of like, I saw him and I knew he was the one. It's more just like I saw him and I thought that person's fucking hot. That's really what that feeling is. You're so right, because that's it's because there's no way you knew straight away if you don't know their personality that's impossible because long-term love you're going to need to know that you can laugh together they can support you you don't know that by looking at someone that's down to that whole thing about pretty privilege or whatever or whatever or that's it's richie just that's fate what's called like in a like prime primal attraction that's all that is right but i do know people that did have stories where they're like i saw the person and i thought like they're gonna be my husband and then they were so yeah, that's what my stepmom says. She said when she first met my dad, she knew. But I'd say she had also had like a conversation with him and they had a bit of a crack. But yeah, but still. So she knew. You're right. So I don't know. I but here's what they say. So the research suggests that this feeling of love is really just a feeling of intense physical attraction, which is what you said. So more akin to lust. And many people who report love at first sight with their current partner are just projecting their current feelings onto their initial encounters with that person. So it's really just about attraction. Right. That makes Which sense. I think makes sense. Okay, next one is when people give you this advice. If you're interested in someone, play hard to get, which I always think is dumb because if someone's playing hard to get and they didn't show interest in me, I just think they're not interested. I'd be like, okay, 
I would lose interest. Do I, I don't really play hard to get. I think when you get, no, I think also like when you feel secure, like, you know, the person likes you, you're not so like obsessive, but when you don't know the person likes you, you become <sighs> obsessive and then True. that's also not good. No, so toxic. It says here, the best strategy to show a person you're interested is that you have high standard, but also let them know that they meet those standards. You don't want to appear desperate, but you should still show your interest. Essentially, you want to send them the message. I'm picky, but I like you. Playing too hard to get can send the message. I don't like you. Do you really want to date a kind of person who continues to pursue someone who's sending signals? Yeah, if I were playing hard to get for like a couple of months and they kept pursuing me, that's not a person you should really want to date. That's a person who doesn't take no for an answer. Like yeah, with, happen. so with my guy now, um, his best friend is living with living with me right now for the moment. Um, and he was asking like, how did it start off? And he was like, because I was a little coy, and he said, Jesus, if that had been me, I would have been like, she's not interested. My guy said, am I feeling a vibe? And I was like, I don't know, I'm not sure. You're not, you're my usual type. And he was like, is it that you're not sure if you're attracted to me? And I was like, well, yeah, I just don't, I just don't know. I don't, I, I feel chemistry, but I'm not really sure. We were both like really drunk. And so I probably wouldn't have said this. And I was just like, I don't know. And then he goes, well, you should kiss me and see if you're attracted to me. And I was like, mm, okay, that sounds great. And That's that was hot. it. But his best friend was like, ah, if you would have been like, I don't know, I would have been like, okay, bye. Right. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, that was a little plain hard to get, but it was also like, I just wasn't really sure. I just wasn't. Yeah, it just was like being kind of overly honest, I guess. Right. And then someone, the a third piece of bad dating advice is focus on putting your best foot forward until you're firmly committed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Oh, that means don't be your best self until you're committed. Some dating advice suggests that the courtship experience should be approached as a game with the end goal of snagging a partner. Yeah, I just don't think no one should play games. It's so weird. So it's true that first impressions matter, that you should generally be on good behavior on your early dates, opening up to soon. I think people, sorry, I think people only play games if there's always one person that's like not that interested. I think that's when it becomes a game because you're like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I think that's when it becomes a game. Not because like this person likes me. It's just like if the person, if both parties feel the same way about each other, there's no games. And I think that's what it comes down to this is the wisest smartest advice because if you both like each other it's just equal it's easy it's honest it's raw when you're like when you're even questioning and you can't talk to the person about it it's already like and then if you're afraid I'm gonna say to them like are you interested and they're gonna get turned off that's already stop dating that person because I mean or don't stop dating them but talk to them because you're already putting yourself in a place where you're insecure you should be able to be like yeah you should feel secure. Um, so that's basically that. The next one is opposites attract. So try to find someone really different than you is bad. They say it's bad advice as well. Um, but it says here you, sh- you should find someone that is similar, like has similar morals, all of that. I, I think that's that. true. Yeah. Because if opposites attract, if they're like, right I need to play heavy metal even things like if they're like I want to play heavy metal every night and you're like that makes my ears bleed yeah (laughs) like I mean I totally think it's fine to be like okay we both like artsy films now we're gonna get to go to artsy films together like me and my my guy are both comedians and that actually works out really well that's been like such a pro because that's what we get to talk about yeah and you and your ex he was like so opposite you guys were so opposite 
yeah, maybe a little too opposite. I guess we had what we had in common was that he liked to film my videos and that was about it. He had a camera and a dick that worked and that's how our relationship lasted about a year <laughs> and a good hairline. <laughs> yeah, no, he was good looking in fairness, like except for he wore clothes that were four sizes too big. I don't know. What was that? It was the skater look? No, uh, you know, you didn't know the joke that he would be. I'd be like, why do you wear clothes that are oversized? Like, because when people look at me at the skate park, they don't know that I have a good body. I was like, no, when people look at you at the skate park and see you wearing oversized clothing, they just think, why does that fat guy have such a tiny head? <laughs> then he'd be like, it also just looks like he was like a 32 year old trying to fit in with the 16 year olds at the skate park. It seems a little inappropriate. I don't know. It's weird. But also like, what? yeah, like it's totally fine to be a skateboarder and be older. But like, I don't know, just wear clothes that fit. But I guess that's the style too. I don't know. I'm not a skateboarder. No, I wouldn't be like, I remember being like, oh, what? Like when we like date for a year, I'll like change his clothes. But he wasn't willing <laughs> that you're like a year I asked my guy like a couple of because he was like I didn't know I was also like 26 or 27 at the time I was 27 26 27 yeah I think like it's especially like guys someone was telling me recently he was like I love when I'm dating a girl and she gives me fashion advice or hairstyle advice because it's like, A, I want to look attractive for women and B, I haven't a fucking clue. (laughs) So if they can tell me what looks good, because like some guys be walking around here with trousers way too big or some wild and you're like oh a bit of gel there and like they become a 10 and it's just something so simple they wouldn't even realize and they're delighted then when they tell you like I've had a couple of friends I'm like oh that shirt that's the style of shirt is much better on you and then they like are like let's change the game same as myself once I started dressing better and it's your confidence and just finding your own style and coloring in my eyebrows look at these look at these bad boys look very good Mm -hmm. I think that's it, really. I'm not reading. The last one is dumb. The last one's obvious. The last one says you'll only meet liars and weirdos if you date online. No one says that. No one. I, this, this, I should have no. checked, checked, checked when this article was wrote because uh, oh, it's 2018. Yeah, most people are meeting online. So do you have any advice for the listeners? Anything you want to say before we go? Because I'm talking for about a fucking hour. I think you're going to have good sex the next day. You might have your back going to spasm. And you just have to know if it's going to be one of those elongated orgasms, you might have a fucked up back the next day. I think my back was like, whoa, 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 why are we, why is the orgasm back here? And then they're like, whoa, I can't stop spasming. I love that. I, I had one of those ones where my whole body was shaking afterwards and I was like, oh, I really needed this. Thank you. But not a guy yeah. you could be with, unfortunately. Oh. so you found a guy orgasm amazing you get on great amazing so it's good you didn't wait with the doggy guy this guy even seems like more type I think it's just stepping stones to meeting the person you're meant to be with yeah I mean I think we'll see it's still like early on but yesterday we hung out for like the whole day and I slept over and just felt like very easy and fun and it felt like we could talk it just felt like crazy like it was you know it wasn't like and I don't know, we didn't even like go out to dinner. And I like, usually I'm like, I don't know, he still should take me on the third date. But it was like, it was like, like I'd rather just like stay at home and like make food with him. It was just like fun. Then he like cooked for me and it was like really sweet. And he got me all these like gluten-free bakery stuff. Cause I told him I'm gluten-free. I don't know. It was just like really sweet. I like came over and he had like all this like gluten-free stuff. He was like, I got this all for you. And then go to New York. Well, I, why don't you say, has he got money? 
just say oh i'd love to but the, the the flights are a bit too expensive and you never know he might say let me cover half of it okay well i'll see but then he said like if i go to new york he would get like a hotel for a few days because he's staying with his friend and like i'm staying with my mom okay come here five hundred dollars if you can splash it out and he's getting you a nice hotel for a few days you deserve a nice hotel and the hotel is probably a couple hundred a night so wait i don't want to say a shitty hotel in new york but I mean, maybe I'll go. I don't know. I don't want to seem like he also says he is a hopeless romantic. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. What do you think? Because you're kind of a hopeless romantic. No, I think it's fine. I'm oh, not. I'm yeah, I'm the guy I'm seeing now is way more. I'm not really hopeless romantic anymore. And I'm hopeless romantic in regards that I wanted to fall, fall in love and meet a partner. And it was just seeming very hopeless. Um, And I like all the lovey-dovey stuff. But the guy I'm seeing now is a romantic. Like huh. he's like he wants like really romantic things, which as a, I, I not to blame my whole culture. And I know we should never do that. But I am really seeing how things like being an Irish woman and having issues with intimacy is really uh coming true because uh-huh. yeah because he'd be like because even the love you stuff he was like I would have referred if that had happened at like a p- picnic looking at clouds Aww. and I'm like oh that makes me feel like uncomfortable yeah like this guy I'm trying to think he said something that was like really like hopeless romantic but also he's like a writer so it makes sense he like sets the scene he's like like we were on the second date, we were just like talking. He was like looking at me weird. I was like, why are you looking at me like that? And he was like smiling. He's like, he's like, I don't know. I just like got lost in like looking at you. And it was like sweet, but it was also like kind of cringeworthy. I was like, uh, I know. Ugh. I know my guy says stuff like that as well. Just, just take it. That's our issue being uncomfortable with that. Cause it's just a reflection back of being like, why would you get lost looking in my eyes? Like I'm like, I have brown eyes. Like at least you're pretty blue eyes. Like when you're getting lost and looking at like the toilet. The shit, shit in toilets that I consider my eye. Like, you know, they're beautiful hazel. I'm like, hazel, it's a nice word for shit. Okay. No, my guy says stuff like that all the time. And I do get uncomfortable and I have to be like, I'm so sorry. I'm just really uncomfortable with this stuff, but keep doing it because it's very sweet. But yeah, he'll be like, he'll just be like looking at me and I'll be like, wow. Like, I'll be like, what are you looking at? Like, and he'll be like, you're just so beautiful. Like, I can't believe I'm like here. Like you're, 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 and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. But it's nice and we deserve those things. So that's just us being very like cynical. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. Thanks for doing it. We'll we'll see what happens. happens. Tell them where to find your podcast and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So you guys can follow me at my Instagram Tori Piskin, T-O-R-I-P-I-S-K-I-N. And yeah, uh, I have a podcast with my mom, which we talked about earlier, called Got It From My Mama podcast. And you guys can find it on my Instagram account. It's the uh, There's a link in the bio. And yeah, that's it. So maybe, maybe I should come back in like August and we can determine what happened with this guy. Tell you if I go to New York or not. I love this. Yes, do. Definitely. Go to New York. The whole listener is going to be like, going, go tip Tori, go cash up. So she can, this is a GoFundMe now so she can have sex in a hotel. Okay, so please follow Tori. And again, the Patreon forward slash shift podcast, pay what you want. And uh, the episode with Des will be recorded and put up there tomorrow. And the episode with my boyfriend. And then there's just solo episodes as well. I put up stand up clips as well, like work in progress, just jokes that I'm working on that I don't post 
online yet um and then just as well because if you're not in new york city it's a nice way to see the set but yeah other than that have a lovely week and if you could rate review all of that that'd be also great as well please do and let me know if you have any questions or topics you uncovered or advice you need or uh, guests you want on okay talk to you soon bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.